Well, grace, peace, and mercy be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Tonight we do start that uh, series as we continue along with that theme of Lent. As Pastor Mark mentioned, that life that is on loan from God. What does that mean to you? To have something on loan. That you are the, the manager of that element. Especially with our life. Our life here on earth. That soul that God allows us to be able to have. This true gift, again, that you have the chance of being able to manage. This is it. That's what everyone said. This is, this is it. It was going to be the, the ultimate concert. The best one that anybody has ever seen. It was going to show that somebody within our world was the true king. Somebody who had uh, followings of all different generations. All different backgrounds. Who had done so many different things within their life. The dancers had all done their prep. They were ready to go. The venue had been booked. It was set. The dates were all lined up. Everything was ready to go. The tickets had been sold and people were waiting to be able to see it. This is it. In fact, that's what they called it. It was the, the This Is It Tour. It was going to be the, the final performance of Michael Jackson. But just a short time before this grand performance, he died. And the This Is It tour became nothing more than a brief movie of some of the rehearsals that had taken place before this great event was going to occur. Michael Jackson's death wasn't so glorious. It was something that was looked down upon by many. In the weeks and months and even years that followed, the wake that he left that was supposed to be this great legacy of his last and greatest show became something filled with, with scandal and with trouble and with stories maybe he didn't want people to be able to know. And people looked at that, and instead of saying, this is it, they saw his story and they said, this? This is, is it? What does is, what is your story look like? What is the legacy that you want to be able to leave behind for others? Whether it be your children, or your grandchildren, or even strangers around you. What is that, that legacy that you have? We talked a few weeks ago about the concept of identity. Where is your identity founded at? And it combines tonight with that concept of our story. When somebody asks you about the, the most wonderful times in your life or that which you want to share with somebody, what are those times? What are those elements that you look at? Are the pieces of your past that you like to talk about the most? Times when you were a kid, fond memories that you have. Or maybe for some of us as we were a kid, maybe not such fond memories that we had. Maybe it's when you grew a little bit older. Maybe you loved the glory days that you had in high school or maybe even in college. That time when you won that, that sports game. That time you were on that sports team that did so well. Maybe that's what you like to talk about with your friends when you get together. Maybe for some of us, it's when we had kids of our own. That's when we really started to grow into this life. To be able to feel like we were producing and leaving a legacy to be able to follow us. Maybe for some of us, we look forward into our future. 
the time that we have still yet to come. There's so much more that we can do. Maybe some of us want to travel the world. We want to have this big story. Maybe some of us want to settle down in a, in a small town and live out our life in this quiet way. What does your story look like? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind? Move with me to another king, a different type of king. Not the, not the king of pop tonight, but the king that, that, that we know. That Jesus that comes to this earth for us. What are pieces of his story that stand out to you most when you think about your Savior? Remember, this time of Lent is all about a journey that we are on together. Being able to look at these great elements in Scripture and being able to grow in our faith because of what the Holy Spirit does through our Lord's Word. And so as you hear and see those stories, what are those elements that you look at the life of Christ and you think, this is it, this is the one that stands out to me? Is it that birth of Christ that we have in the manger that his mother Mary must have looked down upon her son and said, this is, this is it. This is what the angels told me about. This is what I've been waiting for. This is, this is it. Was it one of the many times that Jesus healed somebody, maybe somebody who was blind, maybe somebody who was deaf, maybe somebody who was paralyzed, and they got up and they said, this is, this is it. Look what this man did for me. Look what this, this miracle worker did in my life. This is it. Now I can leave a legacy. Maybe it was for his disciples as they were traveling around all different towns with him, and their popularity began to grow. These people that were just ordinary fishermen, just regular guys, that all of a sudden said, people are starting to know who, who we are, that we are these followers of Jesus. This is it. We have, we have finally made it. But maybe that defining moment was when our Savior is, is hung upon the cross. When His mother Mary is, is standing there. Maybe some of the people that He has healed are standing there. Maybe one of His disciples is standing there. And they all look up at the cross. And they see this one who is supposed to be their King, their Savior, their God. And they say, this is it? It's a hard story to see. Our Savior suspended, as we talked about last Sunday, between heaven and earth for our sins. But it's in this intersection that we receive part of our legacy. And so do so many others. Even those criminals that are there with Him that day. Those sinners that have this is a part of their story and a part of their legacy. Maybe two very different legacies. Remember those words of the criminals that are hung there. One of the criminals who is hung there hurled insults at him, and he said, aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. Jesus, this is it. We don't have any more time left. Get us down from this cross. If you can really do these things, come on. Let's do it. Let's see it. As opposed to the other criminal on the other side of Jesus, he rebuked him and said, Don't you fear God? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man 
has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. We too are just like these sinners, that we are suspended there with Christ in a very different way. Individuals that may not be there physically in that moment, but our sin is and was with Jesus. For he goes to that cross to be able to give us a very different legacy. Something to be able to pass on. Something to be able to live out. Something to be able to share within our life. And we hear those words from our Savior unto that one sinner next to him. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. You see, that's the legacy that you have. A legacy of that which is, which is yet to come. A life that is promised unto you. But a gift that we are not only to keep for ourselves, but we are to share with those around us. That's one of the greatest parts of Lent, of being able to be in this journey and being able to reach out to others, looking forward to that time of Easter and saying, maybe I can get so-and-so to join me or to watch online with me the Easter service, to be able to hear of this great God that sends His one and only Son not just to die, but also to rise for our sins. This has always been the legacy of us as Christians. Not just only in this 21st century, but connected back to Christians in the 1st century. Those are the words that Ron read for us in our epistle lesson for tonight. Talking about those Christians, many who are, which are enslaved. And Peter tells them these great words to be able to hold on to. He says, praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, these are people who are in slavery. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He says, I know your scenario might not be the best today. It might not be ideal. This might not be the this is it that you are hoping for, but let me tell you truly what is the most meaningful promise that I can give unto you. These words of our Savior. This one who gives you this gift of eternal life. And it's not one that is here today and gone tomorrow. Not one that fades in any way or spoils. In fact, that's how Peter continues in being able to share. He says this is an inheritance that can never perish. It can never spoil. It can never fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. I was thinking about this like five minutes before I came out. I did it again the other day. I went to the counter, and sitting right there was a, an avocado that I've kept for like, I don't know, two weeks now. I didn't want to throw it out. And I kept telling myself I was going to eat it. I was going to use it. And day by day, it got more and more wrinkly and discolored until I finally had to pick it up and throw it in the trash. I see a lot of smiles through those masks in your eyes. You've all been there with me. That time you said you were going to do this, and it faded, it spoiled, it perished, and you had to get rid of it. Our eternal life is, is nothing like that except for the fact that it is being saved for us in a place where it won't fade, spoil, or perish. Think about it like a, a safety deposit box that God has placed and is saving for you 
in heaven. Not one that just has some random number on it, but one that has your name. Your name is written in this book of life, in that safety deposit box. This life that we have on loan for us now that will lead to this great gift that God has for you in heaven. A legacy that is yet to come. But while here on this earth, we get to serve as His disciples to tell others about this wonderful mystery that God has given to us. That's what Peter challenges the Christians to be able to do, to be able to share this gift, even in the times of trouble that we face. Because if you're not in a time of trouble or turmoil today, you will be in one later on. It will come. And Peter says that. But during this time, he says, have faith. You see, he says it is through faith that we are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. On those days when things are just not going right, that day when, when everything seems to just be horrible, maybe it's a week for some of us. Maybe it's a, a month for some of us. Maybe it seems like a lifetime for some of us. Take heart in these words that our faith, as Peter says there, is shielding us by God's power. Think of it like this mighty fortress that Martin Luther sings about. This mighty fortress that is protecting us. This shield of faith. And yes, the devil is going to come after you. Things of the world are going to come after you. At times, it probably feels like our wall is getting hit, like mortars are coming over. But even in those moments, God promises to protect, protect to be able to shield, to be with us until that, that final moment. Share your legacy with people around you. Share that legacy of our King and what He has done for us. Every single day, every single minute, every single hour, until that final time in which our Lord comes back for me and for you, and He reaches down and He says your name. And He says, here, now is the time. This is it. Let's pray. Dear Lord, uh, we know that you have placed us here on this earth for a very particular purpose. Open up our, our hearts to your word tonight that we may be just ever mindful of the promise you have made to be able to give us that gift of eternal life, but also to empower us, Lord, to be bold in sharing that with others. Lord, we pray for the ears or the, the just minds of others around us that will be able to hear or experience this through our, our works or through your words. Again, use us, Lord, by your Spirit to be able to share this great news and love of your Son that others may look in a time of trouble, turmoil, or even celebration and say, this is it. This is what I have been missing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.